Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Adair Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you could join us, but before we get into the Word, let's pray. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, that you are faithful, Lord, and everything that you do in our lives is good, Lord, and that there is no evil in you, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you that you continue to send your Holy mm-hmm. Spirit as to guide us what to do in every situation, Lord. Not just saying, you got it, Lord, but you're saying, okay, I'm going to help guide you through this so you can make the right decisions, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you for your love. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' amen. name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning. Well, welcome, everybody. We're excited that you're with us. So we continue to study the book of Acts and learn and grow in Christ together. That's what this is all about. And um, if you are in the Hampton Roads area, please email us. We'd love to connect with you. We'd love to to discuss the word together. And you can join us and be a part of it and get to know us and Let's have a good time in the Lord. Amen. So, um, that being said, before we get into this section of Scripture, or reread this section of Scripture and begin discussing it, I just ask that if you're blessed, if you would like this episode, that you would subscribe on this and any number of the platforms you find a day of prayer on, and, and also share this message with someone else, so they can be blessed and learn and grow in relationship with our Lord and Savior also. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 So, absolutely. So, there's a lot to to discuss, and Dean has volunteered to read, reread um, Acts three verses twelve through twenty six. Thank you, brother. Yeah, I just wanted to. I was I was looking at the Passion Translation, and I just thought it was a really good uh, yeah, please section to use. This a little different um, since we the last um, podcast we were on the same. Section, so I just thought it might be something different. I was looking at it going, wow, I like this. So well, yeah, by all means. Just share it with all of you guys. I'm listening, uh, again, I'm, I'm reading from the Passion Translation. Uh, for those of you who have the Version Bible app, which a lot of people do nowadays, you know, you can change pretty easy to a lot of different versions. And so um, that's where I find this, using the Version Bible app. And we're uh, Acts chapter 3, starting at verse 12 through the end of the chapter 26. With the crowd surrounding him, Peter said to them all, People of Israel, listen to me. Why are you so amazed by this healing? Why do you stare at us? We didn't make this crippled man walk on our own power or authority. The God of our ancestors, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob has done this. For he has glorified his servant Jesus, the one you denied to Pilate's face when he decided to release him, and you insisted he be crucified. You rejected the one who is holy and righteous and instead begged for a murderer to be released. You killed the prince of life, but God raised him from the dead, and we stand here as witnesses to that fact. Faith in Jesus' name has healed this man standing before you. It is the faith that comes through believing in Jesus' name that has made the crippled man walk right in front of your eyes. My fellow Jews, I realize that neither you nor your leaders realize the grave mistake you made. But in spite of what you've done, God has fulfilled what he foretold through the prophets long ago about the sufferings of his anointed one. 
And now you must repent and turn back to God so that your sins will be removed and so that times of refreshing will stream from the Lord's presence. And he will send you Jesus, the Messiah, the anointed one, for he must remain in heaven until the restoration of all things has taken place, fulfilling everything that God said long ago through his holy prophets. For he has, <clears throat> for has not Moses told us? The Lord your God will raise up a prophet from among you who is like me. Listen to him and follow everything he tells you. Every person who disobeys that prophet will be cut off and completely destroyed. In fact, every prophet from the time of Samuel onward has prophesied of these very days, and you are heirs of their prophecies and of the covenants God made with your fathers when he promised Abraham, your descendant will bring blessing to all the people of the earth. Now that God has raised up his son, he has chosen to send him first to you that he might bless you by turning each one of you from your wickedness. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. That was nice. that. I did enjoy that. Absolutely. Appreciate that, brother. Thank you. Thank you, Dean. And at this time, let's open the floor up for each of you to share with the Holy Spirit speaking and ministering to you. And of course, if you have any questions, please ask them. Mm. Right? So who would like to begin? I would. I just wanted to kind of um, touch on a little bit in, of, uh, again, of what I was mentioning yesterday. When, mm. when we're speaking by the Spirit of the Lord, you know, you can, you can see this. There's the, op, the, we have the ministry of reconciliation. Amen. Not the ministry of, you know, kick them out and... Condemnation and... You know, mm -hmm. con you know yes, exactly. Condemning people to hell. God does say, hey, here are the consequences. But he always says, choose life. Choose life that you and your seed may live. And, um, you know, I just appreciate the graciousness of God. So that mm. was it. Amen. Anyone else? I'll go. All right, I promise. Okay, first Lord is talking to me about overall Peter's sermon. And so the Lord is telling me that with Peter, when he's preaching, he, like what mine was saying, he wasn't just condemning and shouting and being angry about uh, over the people. Mm -hmm. And the Lord is telling me that with that, he reminded me of two extremes. First, he reminded me of you're not saying anything about the things that the Lord tells you to say. Mm -hmm. And then you're going overboard. <laughs> and the yeah. Lord is telling me that inside of the fruits of the Spirit, he didn't recall that kind and angry were inside of them kind is in the fruit of the spirit kindness wait sorry is, not kind but nice. anger is not mm -hmm. sorry i meant nice that's right nice is not there that's a human perspective but kindness is there go ahead baby and i'll, how, I'll look it up for you so i can read it to you and how the lord's told me that he remind me of if there's two people driving it then one of them is driving towards the cliff and they're saying, yes, you're going the right way. And then he falls off the cliff. You're not really helping that person. Well, that, that wouldn't that fulfill scripture where it says, uh, the, how can the blind lead the blind when they both fall into a pit? Yes. Okay. Or off a cliff in your example. Mm -hmm. So that's not very much help at all now, is it? No. But going back to what you said before of, there's two extremes. So one is not saying what the Holy Spirit has said to say, right? Yes. Didn't the Lord address that 
in Ezekiel to Ezekiel? Mm-hmm. And he says, Yes, if, he did. Okay. What did he say? He was talking about how Ezekiel was the watchman that if he didn't say what the Lord told him to say, it was his fault that the people didn't turn. Well, and their blood would be on him. Yes. If he was told to say something by the Lord, through his Holy Spirit, of course, and he didn't say it, and that person did not turn or did not have the opportunity to turn, then their blood was on his head. Mm-hmm. But then the the opposite of that, where if he did say what he was led by the Holy Spirit to say, and that person refused to turn, then he was clean mm-hmm. and clear by the Lord, right? Yes. So when we come back down to it, it's about, just like you said, honey, honey, mm. Saying what the Lord said to say, says to say, doing what he says to do, which you hear all the time in this ministry. Mm-hmm. And do it with the attitude he told you to do it with. Amen. <laughs> right? With an attitude of love. Mm-hmm. Right? For the Lord and for our neighbor. Because what does that do? What did God's love toward us do? Drew us unto repentance. And gave us an opportunity to be delivered, to be set free from the wages of sin, transgression, iniquity, which ultimately leads to death, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Isn't that yes. what's happening here? Yes. Peter, yes. Peter is teaching them, right? He's Truth. admonishing them. He's, he is admonishing them. He's te- But in, there, in that admonishment is teaching them. It's mm-hmm. showing them, hey, here's where you, where you strayed. Here's where you, you went wrong. Correct this. Come back into alignment. But what provided that? What provided that opportunity? The goodness of God? Or you you mean specifically the healing that took place? The healing? I say yes. So the healing that took place. That the Lord did. Okay. A divine, a a miracle, right? That Mm -hmm. could only come from the Lord that Peter acknowledges. So the Holy Spirit made an opportunity for himself to preach to his people that his heart desired to gather, right? Yes. And to offer redemption to them. Now, uh, I want to point out a similarity here, right? Is this something new only to Peter? No. No? Where do we see this first? At the day of Pentecost. Well, first, what do you mean first, my love? So Jesus clearly taught his disciples now apostles right yes um let's go back to luke 6 if you will oh before you read that i told promise i was going to read um the fruit of the spirit oh, okay we please do that so honey. as you're you're locating uh, luke 6 uh, this is galatians 5 but for comparison i want to start in verse 17 and then i'll read to verse 23 it says for the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh and these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish but if you are led by the spirit you are not under the law for the works of the flesh are evident which are adultery fornication uncleanness lewdness idolatry sorcery hatred contentions jealousies outbirths of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. 
Against such there is no law. Mm. Amen. Amen. So in Luke 6, what happens? Anybody had a chance to talk that over real quick? What verse? Uh, well, just overview of the chapter Honey. for the listeners. Okay. <laughs> Come on. I, well, I want to ask a question, give someone else the opportunity, just to, so we don't just or only hear my voice. Um, so in Luke 6. Okay, but honey, Jesus in there with you, in your head with you. Come on. It's true. Okay. So in Luke 6, Jesus spends the night in prayer, and clearly the Lord leads him to direct, to choose his disciples. Right? Mm -hmm. And then starting in verse 17, he comes down with them from the, from the hillside of the mountain, right? And there's this great multitude of people. And what does he do? He heals them of all their diseases. He casts out unclean spirits, right? The multitude was pressing on him to touch him. That's in verse 19. Because power went out from him and healed them all. All of them. Wait a second. You said Luke 6? Yes, Luke chapter 6. Yes. Okay, thank you. Thank you. So that, that happens. And then as a result of that, oh, sorry, let me, let me first. Because of that happening, all these, these miracles, right? Yes. Now yes. the people have the things or obstacles that would attempt to prevent them from hearing the word removed. So they can now more clearly hear the word. Mm -hmm. Do we not see the similarity here in Acts 3? There is a divine, a, a, an incredible miracle from the Lord, right? Yes. And in so doing, it paved the way that others are now willing to listen. And what was Peter preaching about? Repentance. Which was... But in there, he is saying some very, you could say, harsh or hard things, right? Yes. It's not yes. always easy to hear the, the things that we've done wrong and in opposition, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. In the same way, what was Jesus' message in Luke 6? It's known as either the Beatitudes or the Sermon on the Mount. And it is a very... I'll say for, I'll just say it in this way. It can be harsh or hard. It can be difficult to hear. Why? Because it goes against natural thinking. It is literally the opposite of how natural-minded people think and are taught by society how they should live and act and conduct themselves. Right? Yes. yes. But is, do you not also see what, well, honey, honey, what you just read in the fruit of the Spirit? Mm -hmm. yes. You already see that. It's, it's contained within there. So actually, can I get a volunteer to read that? Starting from verse 20 okay. through uh, Luke 6, okay. verse 20 through 36, please. I will. All right, I promise. Then he lifted up his eyes toward his disciples and said, 
Blessed are you poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who hunger now, for you shall be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you shall laugh. Blessed are you when men hate you, and when they ex exclude you, and revile you, and cast out your name as evil, for the Son of Man's sake. Rejoice in that day, and leap for joy, for indeed your reward is great in heaven, for like in man... For in like manner their fathers did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your <coughs> consultation. Wo consolation. Oh. That's okay. Go ahead. Consolation. Consolation. Mm -hmm. Woe to you who are full, for you shall hunger. Woe to you who laugh now, for you shall mourn and weep. Woe to you when all men speak well of you, so did their fathers to the false prophets. But I say to you who hear, love your enemies and do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you and pray for those who, sp who spitefully use you. To him who strikes you on the one cheek, I'll offer the other also. And from him who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either. Give to everyone who asks of you and, and from him who takes away your goods, do not ask them back. And just as you want men to do to you, you also do to them likewise. But if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. And if you lend to those whom you hope to receive back, what credit is that to you? For even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much back. But love your enemies, do good, and lend, hoping for nothing in return, and, rewar and your reward will be great. And you will be sons of the Most High, for he, yes, for he is kind to the unthankful and evil men. Sorry, no, men. For he is kind to the unthankful and evil. Therefore, be merciful, just as your father is also, just as your father also is merciful. Okay. And there is more to the to the sermon there's a little more and then he begins to speak in parables but i think that is uh i sense i feel led that that is the the spot to stop at okay amen so but do we not see the same or i'll say the similarities here a similar pattern <clears throat> excuse me a miracle happens providing the opportunity to teach or an opportunity so I'll say it this way, an opportunity for people to uproot or unlearn what they have learned and practiced for such a long time, right, in the, the Sermon on the Mount or the Beatitudes, in order to live a new way, to come into alignment, right? Yes. yes. Okay. And in a similar way, is that not what Peter is doing in, in the book of Acts? Yes. yes. He is providing, well, the Lord has provided the opportunity, but he is doing his part in walking that out and giving the people an opportunity to unlearn, and un, I'll say undo, you can't undo crucifying Christ, right? But it's showing, it's further demonstrating and proving the Lord's goodness and his mercy even to ungrateful and evil people, right? Mm -hmm. yes. yes. 
and allowing them the opportunity to come to to humble themselves to come into repentance and to serve the lord fully to be healed to be restored to be saved now and for eternity Amen. And so as we're looking at this, um, I definitely want us to uh, remember that this, when Jesus was operating in the earth, he said, I only do what I see my father do, right? Mm -hmm. He did the will of the father and it was the power of the Holy Spirit bringing it to pass because that's how God ordained and, and set his divine order to work in the earth. So the Holy Spirit, right, through the will of the father brought about miracles and then in that providing him uh, an opportunity for himself to not only meet the needs of the people, but to offer them eternal life and present that to them. So to look at acts chapter three, we shouldn't be surprised because the same Holy spirit is governing and guiding. Correct. It's not Peter going, Oh, I think today's a good day for a miracle. It's not about the human that is being Mm. used. It's not about them at all. It's about Holy spirit, God, father, son, and Holy spirit carrying out their will and their plan in the earth. This, again, I think I mentioned this previously, this, the same man was probably sitting in his same spot, his daily spot when Jesus was walking in his natural ministry, his, not natural, but his earthly ministry. But the Lord had an appointed time for the man to be healed. And the Holy spirit brought this about because he wanted to continue to offer opportunity for restoration and reconciliation to those who were in opposition and outside of Christ at the time. Mm -hmm. So keeping that in mind that this is very poignant and directed by God. Amen. And it's the Holy spirit doing it now for the part of Peter and us as ministers or people in the body of Christ, our job is to go, yes, sir, I'll do what you asked me to do and I will cooperate with you so you can continue to carry your plan out in the earth. So this is why Peter gets to be a part of it. God did chose, did choose Peter to do this. But if Peter had said, no, I'm not getting up, I'm never going to forgive myself. I, I, you know, I hate life and I'm not going anywhere after this, God, and you just be quiet over there. Then the Lord would have said, okay, John, you're up. Or he would have found another vessel, right? Whether Absolutely. Because that's how the Lord operates. Right. So I just... I oh. and, and it goes to promises point, right? And I'll say, what's in here in Luke 6? Because if you... We, we stopped at verse 36. But he but the Lord then begins to speak this parable in verse 39, which goes to what we were discussing earlier. Uh, and Jesus spoke the parable and said, Can the blind lead the blind? Will they not both fall into the ditch? But then he follows it up with this poignant um, statement. A disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone who is perfectly trained will be like his teacher well the lord himself taught peter taught the disciples now apostles the lord himself who was holy spirit filled them and and put his hand on them and gave them so i mean um i'll say filled them with power from on high to go do the works just like jesus amen so we see that applied carried out Peter was putting into action what the Lord had taught him and showed him and was leading him even in that moment. It should be the same with us. We cannot go do things our own way and just say, Lord bless it. Mm -hmm. 
We must be like our Heavenly Father. We well, must. Isn't that what Peter was doing? Wasn't he emulating Christ on his way to the temple to teach anyway? Amen. So we talk about the decision before the decision. So the decision was to emulate Christ and go to the temple and teach. Mm-hmm. And on the way, the Holy Spirit directed him Absolutely. to heal this man, right? But he'd not been obedient in that, he wouldn't have been able to be obedient in this moment. Right, and it, being led into small things leads us to being led into, hate to use greater things, but more things, deeper things. Right, mm-hmm. so absolutely, but Amen. but we just we need to draw that out, if you will, and, and make the connection. So, state it plainly, right? So everyone can understand. So everyone can have that opportunity to come into alignment with what the Lord wants to do in and through them in their life. The destiny track laid out for for you. I have a destiny track laid out for me, and each and every person has one. Well, we have to choose to come into alignment with it, with the Lord's plan for us. Mm-hmm. So, Amen. anyone else? Um, um, oh, you got, go ahead, LaCharles. Go ahead, sweetheart. Um, very quickly, I wanted to point out uh, what the Lord is sharing about with me about verse 17. Yet now, brethren, I know that you did it in your ignorance, as did also your rulers. And what the Lord was showing me here was that with the sermon that Peter was teaching, yes, it was to draw them in repentance, but it also was to, as Dad said, make it plain to them. And it reminded me of a saying, how Dad saying, um, you can't do something if you don't know. It's like if mommy and dad tell us to do something, but I don't hear them, I'm unable to do it. Mm-hmm. The same is true here. And what the Lord showed me was that it wasn't an ignorance because it hadn't been tried to be taught to them. It was because they were unwilling to listen and hear it the first time. And he reminded right. me about all the different places in scripture when they were told how it said Jesus explained the scriptures to them about himself. And so I was just asking the Lord about that, and he also brought me to uh, James 4. And the very last verse of James 4 says, Therefore to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin. And what the Lord was showing me here was that with it, they also knew um, what they're doing was wrong, because that's why Peter said, Repent of your sins. If they had not known, it wouldn't have been accounted as a sin to them because Jesus said, I've come to draw men unto repentance. I've Now that I've come, you know what you're doing is wrong, so you have to repent. There's not a, oh, Lord, I didn't know. So that's what the Lord's showing me. Mm-hmm. Amen. Thank you for that, sir, as it builds on the other things that we were discussing, right? Yes. About how the Lord is the one that... Yes, took our, takes our iniquity and our sin. <clears throat> but also, it says in here, he brings times of refreshing, right? Yes. Um, and I love how it says this in verse 12, right? How, why do you look so intently at us as if by our own power or godliness we made this man walk, right? There's, um. I was reminded if you will, of, well, then, so then he continues in verse 13. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, glorified his servant Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Pointing to to Christ, who 
is the one that they healed, right? You're saying that yes. this came as a result of Christ. And I was reminded of um, the demoniac, actually. And it was actually something that, that Dina brought up in a, uh, I'll say, a, I don't want to say a sidebar conversation, but a, a conversation we had before we started recording. Mm-hmm. He brought up the, the demoniac, right? And you see all these same things take place there, right? And you can find that in, in Luke, actually, chapter 8. And in Mark chapter 5. Uh, it's also in Matthew. Um, but uh, I, I want to say this about that. So, of course, you see the Lord perform these miracles. Same things we saw, we were reading about in Luke 6, right? Casting out yes. demons and all this. But we, we see, so Mark... 5.15 says this, they, Then they came to Jesus and saw the one who had been demon-possessed and had the legion sitting and clothed in his right mind. And they were afraid. Right? And those that saw it told them how it happened to him who had been demon-possessed and about the swine. Right? Yes. Uh, it says something very similar in Luke chapter 8. Um how uh, this verse 35 then they went out to see what had happened and came to jesus and found the man from whom the demons had departed sitting at the feet of jesus clothed and in his right mind and they were afraid um but here's the thing they had the same opportunity they had the exact same opportunity that these in acts are receiving that the people in luke 6 received and this is the the city that the, belonged that the man belonged to. Yes, the the Gadarenes or okay. or Decapolis, right? It was actually an area of ten cities, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yes. He gave and he gives. Jesus does. Everyone, this same opportunity to be healed, restored, to have your sin, iniquity, transgressions blotted out, and to come into alignment with Him. Everyone has this opportunity. Everyone. What will we do with it? Will we be like the other people that saw what happened to, to the, I'll say, the, who was known as the demoniac? <laughs> and, and literally tell Jesus to depart from them? To cast them out of their area? Which is interesting because the, the demoniac had been terrorizing them. <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> causing trouble that's why they tried to capture him at times or you know doing other things he had been presenting a problem but the answer when he came the answer is jesus when he came they did not i'll say they weren't ready to receive him yet which is how sometimes human flesh looks at our interaction with god we're not ready to hear what he has to say we don't want to do it right now we're not ready to let go of our own um or or there's this right this is another perspective on that as you brought up, honey, honey, mm-hmm. the issue or thing that terrorized them so was now dealt with. Mm-hmm. But how many times in our own life have we gone, all right, Lord, take care of this thing over here, and now that's not an issue, and we can just continue as we were. And I bring that up so we can examine ourselves and judge our heart towards the Lord because it matters. Mm. You know, I even with that, I 
What were you gonna say, honey? Oh, never mind. I'm done. Okay, we are we are kind of up on time. Um, so let's pause there for today. And um, with that, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer? And we'll we'll continue this again in the next episode. I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we just thank you that your grace is sufficient for each and every one of us, Lord, that we have all the time in the world to discuss your word, Lord, to learn and grow and be more conformed to the image of your son, Jesus Christ, Lord, who is the firstborn among many brethren and our pattern and example. Lord, we thank you for our listeners and our partners, Lord, that you're blessing them, that you're keeping them, Lord. We thank you for those who take part in these podcasts, Lord, that you are blessing them and keeping them as well, God. We thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness, Lord, that you do all that you said you would, Lord, that you have the power to do it, Lord. We trust in you, Lord, and we trust that you are for our good, Lord, and that you're for us, Lord, and that you will take care of all of our needs, Lord. We cast our cares upon you, Lord, every worry, every doubt, every fear, Lord. We lay it down at the feet of Jesus Christ, Lord, and we thank you for the peace and the rest that you've given us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We love you, God bless you, and have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through a day of prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.